The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight. Let's hear it. I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 miles. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious how about, how about Hello and welcome to the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and I'm joined by Miss Simmy. What's going on, Miss Simmy? Hello, how's it going? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, this show has transformed from the Raw cast to the NXT cast to just being a WrestleCast because yeah. uh, from <laughs> the time me and Mr. Mota, the underscore Reese, recorded on Tuesday to the time I had uh-huh. a chance to sit down and try to edit the Raw cast mm-hmm. on today, the uh-huh. whole wrestling world has just blown up in all sorts of directions and areas. So, my God. <laughs> previously had this day set to be a recording day and guess what did the bomb drop mm-hmm. on you so, yes this is going to be more like one of our dark matches where we're going to be all over the place so thank you for joining us here on the CSPN Miss Simi is there anything that you'd like to uh, you know give the people before we dive into a whole bunch of stuff in wrestling um there was snow on the ground before and I was really mad. I was going to tweet you and be like, you, but it's gone now. Now it's by rain. So I'm fine. Oh, oh. Don't you all? There, uh, there, I'm not going to get my expectations up until maybe about Tuesday or Wednesday, but they're, they're saying it may snow here like Thursday, Friday, possibly Saturday, maybe. But we'll, well, they're saying there might be a wintry mix up here, so take all my snow, John. <laughs> gladly, take it. Gladly, gladly, gladly. All right, Miss Simi. So we're yeah. going to start by doing what we normally would do for our Russell Cast, NXT Cast uh, subscribers. We're going to talk about NXT. We're going to talk about Deadline first off, where Roxanne yeah. Perez, she won the Women's Iron Survivor match with two pinfalls. Uh, there was a lot of speculation and, and, and question about what this match would look like once it mm-hmm. got into the ring. Uh, you were totally Nick Young with the question marks yep. on your face with the explanation. Definitely was. Yep. But <laughs> sure was. In practice, uh-huh. what did you think? In practice, I was like, oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> the graphics were was, really well done. They were... I like that they had the um like when they were in the in their little penalty box that there was a time clock right above it. I like that they were all in different colors. Yeah, in practice, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. This is really fun. It was so fun. Mm-hmm. I love this match. 
Now, with Roxanne Perez being your winner, of course, yeah. she is, you know, the standout. I think everybody understood that that was probably the booking. Yeah, but, but Kiana. Uh, <laughs> see, I wondered if you were going there. I wondered if you were yes. going there. Yes. Listen, I've always liked Kiana. I said I like her. I like her oversized briefcase purse that she carries everywhere. I like that she wrestles in a skirt. The only thing I was missing was an exaggerated calculator and a big ass pencil. That's all I was missing. <laughs> but she, she showed out. She was always good, but she was just like, let me remind you that I was trained by Tyler Breeze. And I was like, that's why she's so good. That's why. <laughs> she the, was amazing. For the only woman in the match to not gain a pinfall, I think I a know. Lot of people came out of it looking at her like, yo, she can go. Yeah. I was like, damn, she's not gonna get one. I was stressed. I I was stressed for her and I was stressed for Roxy because listen, the way that they kept kicking out with Rox Rox and then they pinned her like twice. I was like, no. We cannot, this cannot stand. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah, I was, I was all in for this match. It was so good. I really like, love the way they did it. Yeah. It I think all the women worked really well together. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Isla Don got the win over Alba Fire by using witchcraft. Um, but I don't. Uh, she touched the referee in the stomach, and then all of a sudden, he starts uh, spitting up black stuff and can't make the pin for yep. the fire. And then the she bubonic her, plague. Yeah, she hits her finisher and uh, is a winner. So, which well, yeah, I would see if you're gonna do witchery. This is the witchery I will appreciate. Okay. <laughs> That's next level <laughs> heel tactics. <laughs> exactly. You had see you had Scarlett over here um, being a firebender. She was actually she was like, you know what? If the referee can't is incapacitated, I win somehow. And I was like, well, you know what? That's the witchery I can appreciate. If we're gonna be supernatural, be realistically supernatural. This works for me. It's very crafty, witchcraft. It was crafty, and a very good match. A very good match. The New Day became the new NXT Tag Team Champions with their win over Pretty Deadly. To be honest, I did not see this coming. (laughs) Neither did I. Did not see it coming at all. I was like, what? Am I mad at it? Absolutely not, because New Day stand forever. I was just like, huh? That's crazy. And I loved how like emotional um Xavier and Kofi were. I was just like, yeah. I it was again another spectacular match. Yeah, I was like, y'all gotta put respect on Pretty Deadly's name. I know they're doing the fluff things and I love their ice skater outfits. Love them. <laughs> but look yeah. Look at them in the in this damn match. This was a really good match. Really loved this match. I was like, I was surprised at the ending. I was like, shit. This was their triple crown. This was their this was their you know barometer match right here. And they passed. <laughs> they passed. Definitely. Grayson Waller. <laughs> Let me repeat that. Grayson Waller 
wins the Iron Survivor match with three pinfalls. Oh my god. Grayson Waller, of course, not coming in the match first. He came in the match like fourth. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'll say this before we get more Grayson Waller. J.D. McDonough, Axiom, and Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a three-way I didn't know I actually needed and wanted, but th- they tore it up for the five minutes that they were in there together. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. Yeah, and then I'll Grace- give that weird-ass blockhead his due. <laughs> and then Grace Waller comes in and then immediately hits his <laughs> rolling-ass finisher and gets two pinfalls. <laughs> right off the break and is like upset the whole flow of the match like oh what is going on here total disruptor this dude uh carmelo is is scrambling to get his second pinfall he finally gets it and it's kind of like a stalemate the time is running down it looks like it might be a tie between like a three-way tie that might just turn into a triple threat later on but no grayson wilder steals one more pinfall to run out the <laughs> clock basically so Carmelo Hayes and nobody else could pin him rolling through the ring and Grayson Waller wins the Iron Survivor match this cackle that you hear right now is the cackle that I made when that fool rolled in from catering and was just like bang <laughs> bang two and I was like what the hell <laughs> I did. This was another really fun, great match. I really, really loved um, the emotions that they brought out of me <laughs> because I was like, let Carmelo win. Fuck, he has to get this. Damn it, Carmelo. And then the fact that Axiom said, oh, did you think you were going to get away with this? I'm going to beat your ass in this ring, in this like cage. I was like, yes, it's right, Axiom. That's motherfucking right. He had hands for weird-ass blockhead J.D. McDonough the whole fucking time. And I was like, that's right. That's right. He was like, you think you're going to lock me in this cage? Did you know that I'm part spider? Climbed out of it, beat his ass. I was like, that's right. I love when, like, Grayson, like, locked him in there. He was just like, go at it. (laughs) Oh, hilarious. Hilarious. What fun. (laughs) What fun. They had two really separate matches mm-hmm. with the same concept. It yep. worked brilliantly for both. I, I, there yep. are people who were talking about that men's match might be the match to bring NXT back. Yeah. I mean, NXT been back, at least for me. Yeah, for but, us. We watch it every week. Yeah. But, you know, there's yeah. other people who dropped off. Yeah. But, yeah. this deadline was exactly the thing that they needed because Sean was just like, oh, so so you're going to take war games? You're going to take war games. Oh, I have something else up my sleeve. Let me lift up my cowboy hat and be like, deadline. (laughs) And I said, yes. Yeah, because basically, you know, him and Brett invented the, the Iron Man match. That 
was the oh, that's right. So then you turn it into basically, you know, take that same concept and then, you know, a little bit of Royal Rumble, a little bit of Survivor Series, a mm-hmm. little bit of, you know, a little extra twist here, a little borrowed this from TNA with the penalty box, mm-hmm. and then bam, here you go. It's like they're making the Powerpuff Girls. A little sugar, a little spice. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Chemical X. And now Boom. he has a now he's created a match exactly. that can stand out of NXT. Yes. That they can maybe turn to at the end of every year to kind of be like their mini like Royal Rumble yeah. or whatever. You know? They better. They better do that shit. This better be the new war games. They better do it. Yeah. Because I had a wang ding doodle. <laughs> the confusion? Was I confused when he was explaining it? Absolutely. But in practice, I was like, oh, oh, it makes sense now. And it helped that there were numbers in different colors to help my distracted brain right, focus. Right. <laughs> right. The screen was set up like you were playing a video game as far as the. Yeah. With- and that helps names and colors and, and everything yeah yeah that, uh, great it's like mario kart yeah, yeah you could tell that they they definitely put a lot of thought into that part of the production mm-hmm. and it showed it was great main event uh you know we all kind of knew what was going to happen Braun breaker he retains nxt title over apollo cruz uh you know there's yes. a moment there in the match where the uh you know appreciation from apollo cruz went to the wayside and mm-hmm. uh, he had to open up a little bit on Braun, but you know the spear takes apollo cruz down Braun breaker retains mm-hmm. see he th- he he thought in his mind i should throw you off that boat <laughs> that's what he was thinking he was thinking I should have threw you off that boat and then we had his like raven raven moment when he like opened his eyes real wide and I was like why'd you do that mm-hmm. ah, scary mm-hmm. but I'm gonna say it. I enjoyed this match but the deadline should have closed it the, the other the, yeah the yeah thing. yeah mm-hmm. I, was, I was like when the order came out and they put that match to Iron Survivor I was like boy this main event better be fire if this Iron Survivor match is to come down from New Day winning the titles right mm-hmm. I was like oh I was hoping for like a little deadline sandwich we didn't get the deadline sandwich but it, yeah I think it would have yeah it would have bookended nice with Grayson but I guess you can't have that visual of Grayson Waller coming in and hitting the again from catering and, <laughs> and hitting the stunner on Braun Breaker and, and, and holding up the title at the end which is the close yeah scene, of course so yeah so uh, makes sense I, I think sense. like you said that if you've been off of NXT and you just was just like oh shit that's nothing to do it's snowed in or it's raining or whatever and I'm gonna just watch this just because or the WrestleCast is talking about it I'm gonna watch it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think y'all came out presently surprised and, pre- and greatly entertained with what you saw yes yeah, yeah so a great time Miss Ashley, hopefully this went out to you and you uh, got back with NXT because she was like, mm-hmm. after Mandy won. Mm-hmm. And, oh, she was out? Yeah, she was out. <laughs> she was like, I Damn, that's a long time ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. And now it's only like uh, three weeks ago. <laughs> Uh, so wow. now we jump to NXT proper. We're just going to run through kind of the major points that happened. Uh, yeah. Grayson Waller and Mandy Rose are out here stealing. 
about mm-hmm. Sam Perez's spotlight as she's trying to celebrate her victory in the first Bird. ever Iron Survivor match. Grace Wilder comes out here in a big ass Hummer while she's in the ring cutting promo. Spotlight Bird. chasing like a son bitch and then mm-hmm. uh, Roxanne, you know, shuts him down like, hey, I did the same thing you did and I did it first. Yes, I was like, it's right. Yes. Yeah, so That's right. That was cool. I thought they were going to give us a they were going to give us a main event a main roster type of match where it was just going to be Roxy and Braun versus Mandy and Grayson. Oh. I thought we were going to get it. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the Raw setup, SmackDown setup. Yes. You no. know they love to do it. But, I wouldn't have been mad at it. <laughs> Mandy Rose jumps Roxanne Perez during her celebration. And, uh, Roxy's not having that. She, the the young whippersnapper, her is like, man, I got this title shot. Ain't no time to wait. I may be beat down now, but let's do it for tonight. And Mandy Rose accepts. Uh, That's right. Wesley got him a win over two stacks after the match. Dijak distracted Wesley and Tony D to the advantage and beat him down. So it looks like we're setting up a three way for the North American title. Damn it, evil white Morpheus. (laughs) Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> good on in there. I enjoyed the match with Wesley and um in two sacks. Yeah, he looked good. It was good. Yeah, good. Yeah. I was like, ooh, this is good. And Wesley is really good at like letting people showcase their things. Mm-hmm. Just like Ricochet, when you hit him, it looks like he's gonna die. <laughs> because he be selling them them hits and them kicks. I'm like, get up, Wes. <laughs> and like I know. Technically, it's not real. He's not going to be hurt, but like, he, he sells it. It's the art of wrestling. <laughs> Messes with my heart, though. Like, ah, get up. We got a DQ between Toxic Attraction and uh, Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. Uh, just, just disintegrated into an all out brawl. So, yes. semi special. Yes. I love brawls. <laughs> you. Tweeted. I was just like, I'm on my way, bro, home from work. I was getting gas, and I was like, No, I'm missing a brawl. <laughs> I love brawls. Uh, Ivy and um, oh, yeah. Tatum Paxley had cute, cute little matching braids, and I was like, Oh, look at them. They're a tag team. Trick <laughs> <laughs> uh, Williams is back there with the with the with the Twitter with the Twitter detectives. <laughs> Showing, you know, Carmelo Hayes, hey, what they saying about you, man. They saying you not him no more. And Carlos like Carmelo Hayes is like, man, that them all lies. I am him. He's like, if that would have been a thirty minute match, I would have got my my you know, I would have beat Grayson Waller, got my falls and, and and you know, had the title shot. And then uh, they were talking about how he was stalk- awestruck by Axiom and Trick Williams mm-hmm. shows him the picture when Axiom <laughs> comes off the top of the penalty box and you know, the face Carmelo Hayes has in the freeze frame he's like man delete that and trick Williams is like man it's on twitter and uh, Carmelo is like he's still him and he makes a challenge for axiom for next week he prove- that's gonna be a wonderful match yeah. i love trick williams <laughs> so much because he be talking so fast but he also kind of whispers and it's just so funny. He's like, I can't. It's on Twitter. <laughs> it's like, oh His comedic timing is brilliant. I love him. Oh, I love this segment. Axiom and Carmelo is going to go smooth the fuck off. Oh, yeah. You gonna know, go that's going to be a super banger. Uh, Big Odyssey Jones got a win over Von Wagner. So hopefully the Von Wagner push is over. Uh, Big Thank Odyssey. Please. 
you know, representing for uh, 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 Malik Blade in his sweater vest. The blacks. Yeah, one time. Featuring a sweater. One time. Um, <laughs> so, I've joined a new um, sect of the wrestling population. Because Big Body Javi has called us his Big Body Believers. <laughs> yes. As him and Mackenzie were kind of riffing about what he should call his <laughs> followers. And he said, hey, there's no need to stop believing because the Big Body Believers get behind him and he's going to bring home the win over Eitman Jirio. So they're doing yeah. their thing. And then, <laughs> Loved it. Then Eitman Jirio got the win over Big Body Javi. Oh, but they had a good match. Listen, every stand name that big that Javi was saying, I was just like, yeah, sure, yep, <laughs> that one too, sure, yep, I'll be that one too. Javi Hive, it's me right there. Love uh, it. We got to talk about this in depth because your uh-huh. scripts jumps Ike Mangerio, beats him down, steals his jacket. Um, you. I told you they'd be listening. Remember on the show last week when you saw mm-hmm. the scripts with the the little uh, vignette they did with scripts mm-hmm. and his uh, the kind of the scissors and all that stuff mm-hmm. and the pieces of paper all crumpled up. Mm-hmm. You talked about how JoJo and Bobo that outfit was the mask yeah. especially. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, this week, uh, there was clear alterations to everything about the outfit and, and, the, and, the, and the setup for scripts. And uh, yeah, he, they tried to make some improvements to him. So, so what do you think? It's so bad. Listen, I need y'all to listen carefully. WWE insiders, listen to me carefully. I'm going to say it real clear. This gimmick is bad. Take the mask off. Change gimmick. Let him go back to being a sommelier. I would rather have him be a, a flippity-dippity wine connoisseur than this bullshit. Okay? Follow that. Please. Because this side, I hate it. Why'd you steal that man's jacket? <laughs> maybe, he's co- maybe he's starting to collect his new, his new ensembles. Ah, God. These are things serial killers do. They beat people up and then they steal their things. Don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) We got a really cool in-depth feature. I like what they've been doing here with some of these people. Sprinkle Mm -hmm. a little here, sprinkle it a little there. With Wendy Chu explaining why she was so so upset when Korg Jade threw that orange soda in her face. She said that she went to a birthday party when she was a child and she got picked on and she did not have a change of clothes when she went to the sleepover because she was just there to spend the night and then leave in the morning and mm-hmm. the one of the girls who was trying to bully her threw soda on her and ruined her night outfit and she had nothing else to change into and when Cora Jade threw the soda on her it kind of flashed her back to that time in her life and she's like no I'm not allowing anybody else to make me feel like that again so it looks like we're trying to get a little edge to Wendy Chu oh poor Bayless I was just like oh see how I felt more for this than like 
the woes of um, Lego Evans. <laughs> she had this small clip. It was just like, oh, it just related to things. Then like giving me a month full of the woes of Lego Evans and how I cared nothing for that. Well, I guess I'll throw it in here and put it in my notes. But Lego Evans is back with the, uh, you know, uh, you know, I am United States G.I. Joe woman. Um, no. The vignettes now. Like, look how strong no. I am. Look how fast I can do this. I'm doing all, you know, the military stuff. So. Listen, G.I. Jane. Yeah. There, no. There we go. It didn't work last time. It's not working again now. <laughs> I don't care about your army propaganda. Don't care. Speaking of propaganda. Mm hmm. If you're going to bring the New Day back, keep <sighs> far away from them, please. Oh, God. New Day comes down for celebration. Mm-hmm. Of course, Pretty pretty Deadly interrupts the celebration. New Day gives Pretty Deadly a lot of props and says, hey, they can't wait to have a rematch with them because they had you know such a good match in the title match that they deserve the rematch, no doubt. Upon one condition, they must say the Pledge of the uh, Allegiance of the United States of America. Everybody does like, we can't do that. We're British. You, that's, mm, that's not a lot. That's not how the rules of the, uh, you know, war words was, was settled. And so here comes your boys, the Air Punch boys, mm-hmm. Brooks and Jensen with the flag, running down to jump in the ring with the New Day and the crowd and recite the Pledge of Allegiance and the New Day grants Brooks and Jensen a title match. The way I hated every single nanosecond of this segment. This was I said, I didn't it was awful. I was like, that's what we're gonna do? Right. We're gonna give America that's what we're gonna do with the new day? Yeah. We're not even in July. What's going on? Right. Was it Veterans Day? I don't think so. Is it one of the racist dead presidents day? No. Why did we do this? Why did you make the new day do this? What is this America land of the whatever? What what is this propaganda? I didn't say the Pledge of Allegiance when I was in school and they made us do it. And I just, I just stood and just looked around like I'm not, I don't want to, I don't want to do it. What? This was, I, I yeah, this was a miss. This was a, this was a chance to follow up and really, you know, get pretty deadly over, but they shit on pretty deadly to put Brooks and Jensen up. Yeah, and it's just like for these for these that that can't even punch correctly they can't punch correctly they don't season their meats they what what is this yeah this is bad what? this is bad this was bad awful um Indy jumped Electra Lopez in the back and caused a huge <laughs> brawl among uh, the ladies in the locker room so it was so no brawls back there um Anything you'd like to add about that? I love Brock. Yes. yes we, uh, <laughs> and I saw Lash. I was just like, Lash and Jakar. <laughs> that made me happy. JD McDonough, he got a win over Brutus Creed. Uh, 
Yeah. I hated it. Boo. The bird lady, Lyra Valkaria. I don't know how to say her name, but anyway, she got the win in her debut over Amari Miller. You knew that was, as soon as I saw Amari in that, I was just like, well, mm-hmm. here she come to lose. Yeah, it's good to see I her, hate but this. not if she always going to be losing. And I ain't trying to always go chase her down on up next or level up or whatever it is to right. see her win. Like, it's just like, well, as soon as you see Amari and you see that cute little bounce, I'm just like, well, she's just going to lose. She's enhancement talent now, and that's sad. Yeah, that is, because she's, she's very talented. She is very talented. Kiana James. She's so little. Yeah, she is very little, but she's very talented. Kiana James, <laughs> our new fave. She's trying to get it in on that bar still, and uh, she sees a weak link, so she's trying to finesse Jensen, talking about, hey man, if you're going to get this title shot and win the tag team titles from the New Day, you need to start dressing and acting part like a champion. So she gave him a new button-up shirt, business style, that actually fit, and uh, yeah. Uh, I would enjoy a good scheming storyline, and eventually they fall in love. If it wasn't who it was with. <laughs> uh, Duke Hudson, you're representing Chase U after um, Andre Chase had the question if uh, Duke Hudson was trying to go into the transfer portal. But Duke Hudson again pledged his allegiance to Chase U and then he went out and got a win over Damian Kemp. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. He's not to be trusted. I'm like, mm-mm. He's trying to take over. He's trying to take over. But it was actually Damian Kim. We just talked about him. Right, right. Unfortunately, he did out here doing jobs. Not to the people right. who thought he would do a job too, but okay. Like, why didn't he interfere in the in the Brutus and Blockhead match? Right. There you go. Continue the story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, and her then, body show up in his wheelchair and burn him over. <laughs> and then in the main event, Roxanne Perez becomes the new NXT Women's Champion. Her dream and her story has come to the the end with her raising the title high. Booker T in tears, emotional. His protege has reached a goal, a milestone, becoming the NXT Women's Champion. Yes. Ending. Let's go, Rocks Rocks. The 413-day reign of Mandy Rose. That's right. That's right. Good for you, Roxy. Been waiting for it. See, she wasn't ready before. Good now. I love this journey. Love this for her. My girl, very happy for her. It's, and it was a good match. I enjoyed it. It's the story. They could have went the Tony Conway and just been like, mm-hmm. hey, you've been on SmackDown and, you know, you came in and you've been hot and da 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 Here's the title. And then everybody would have been like, okay, you got the title. Now what are you going to do? But they were like, nope, don't give it the title. Have her kind of go down a little bit, build herself back up, and then we'll, you know, pull the trigger at a later date. Well, 
we thought that was going to be the end of NXT for the week. Mm-hmm. New champion. You know, maybe you think people are speculating. Mandy Rose moving on to the main roster, making an appearance at the Royal Rumble. Maybe Toxic Attraction as a mm-hmm. stable faction, record label, moving up to the main roster as a whole. Mm-hmm. And right. then somebody on the internet went and did devious things as they found photos from Mandy Rose's own third party personal fan page with I'm gonna gonna say softcore photos they leaked those photos across the internet WWE is made aware of those photos and they fire Mandy Rose from the company saying that her postings were not in line with their basically uh, TV for PG standard that they have set for themselves currently. Now in like two months when they go back to TV 14 they mm-hmm. might not have been able to use this as a reason to fire this one. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's the same reason that Zelina Vega got fired earlier before this year or a couple of years ago. First of all, you that's some real hating that shit to find her for and leak it online like that. And that he might even pay for. Like, what the... What? Why are y'all so weird? See, this is why wrestlers don't talk to fans, really. Mm-hmm. Because y'all do weird shit like this. This is why Sasha was just like, I'm going to only talk to you at fan events. Because this other shit, I'm not doing it. Because of this bullshit right here. What is wrong with you? What the fuck? And second, um, WWE. How long did it take you to get rid of Velveteen Dream? What? Okay. How long? Why is JD McDonough? You changed his name from Jordan Devlin, but he's still the same one that was part of the speak up. Mm-hmm. But he's still there. Um, Matt Riddle, Tess was still there. Until like a couple of months ago, your CEO was out here paying off women for all these abuses. But her showing the little titties and ass, maybe, because I don't know what the pictures were is damaging to your brand when on the programs you have people simulating sex in the middle of the ring <laughs> you had Trish Stratus um, barking like a dog you, you, th- there's a lot of shit that I can do but th- this is the one when you had Athena come out and say hey you need to be uh, a little more like Mandy Rose and how you dress uh huh hello Athena crying because y'all wanted her to be sexy, sexy Mandy Rose. And then Mandy Rose is being what you guys wanted her to be. Sexy, sexy Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose. Oh, but you not making no money from it. Okay, got Uh, it. I thought she was an independent contractor, though. So if they're independent contractors, they can do what they want. Oh, but that's only so you don't have to pay them benefits and things. Got it. Mm. 
that's fucked. This is fucked up. Mandy this Rose. This is misogynistic. Mandy Rose. They did a double turn on the company and Mandy Rose. They're yeah. finally like, yes, they took the title off Mandy Rose on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, everybody's like, oh, no, that's fucked up. Yeah, they need to rehire Mandy Rose. <laughs> like, it's totally bad. No, 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 no. Right. Like, this is because it's, it's misogynistic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. Like, would you, what? No. Yeah. Rehire her. Like, she, she now... If you just got to say, hey, look, Mm -hmm. we got to do something. We're a publicly traded company. You know, there are kids here. This is an AEW where most of our adult, where our audience is mostly adult or teenage, upper teenage Mm -hmm. adult, you know. Um, So we got to do something just to kind of save face. Okay, Mandy, you're suspended for 60 days and you got to take the page down while you're suspended. Yeah, that's it. That's all you had to do. Be like, okay, take the take the page down. You're going to be off TV or whatever for a good while, and then you're going to come back. And then, you know, you, you can't do that. You can do cameos, but this stuff, maybe not. Even though, whatever, they could be able to do whatever the fuck they want. Mm-hmm. But whatever. Like, this is... Ugh. It's very misogynistic. You better rehire her because it's bullshit, honestly. And me saying this, as somebody who's wanting to see Mandy Rose lose that title since she won it. Yeah, that's what I said, man. It's it's just been a very strange week in professional wrestling. And that was kind of like one of the first things to kind of, they kind of trip the wires up uh, with the title change and why it happened so sudden, you know, everything seemed to be rushing because it seemed like we were going to have a couple of weeks to build and, and get to the match and, and, and make it, you know, make it a big deal. But all of a sudden, Oh, we got a title match at the end of the night and now a title change. And then you kind of hear the real reason behind it. Now I come mm-hmm. out the next day. So things, you know, get illuminated. So yeah, that's our NXT coverage. Uh, as you listen to the WrestleCast here on the CSPN, we're going to shift over to AEW. We got a couple of weeks of AEW to talk about because William Regal for the third time officially got written off the show. This, uh, have you seen anything like this in any of your soap operas? I know that that is your, one of your, um, you know, personal joys is, is your soap opera uh, consumption. Have you seen that the one character have three deaths in, in, in any type of series like this? Oh, yeah. Multiple decks. Oh, absolutely. They come back from the dead all the time, and then they get killed again, and they come back and they get killed again, and they come back and they get killed dead. Oh, it happens all the time. Yeah, he's definitely giving, like, old, like, patriarch. Because usually when, like, the old patriarch, like, quote-unquote, dies, or even if, like, since they're like, I'm too old to act anymore, kill off my character, I'm going to go to the pastures and just sit out on the porch because I'm old and tired. And then they have a big video. Usually they're like, I bequeath you this thing and you have to go on this quest or you get zero dollars. Ha ha, my illegitimate child. Things like that. Mm-hmm. So this was kind of it. I was just like, no. <laughs> oh, evil Uncle William. So Bye. after he initially screwed uh, Moxley at the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. Moxley 
was about to wreck him and Dan Bryan, Brian Danson came in and saved him and told him, get to stepping. Don't ever come back. Mm-hmm. Keep walking. Walk out of this arena. Don't ever come back. I don't want to see you no more. And he said that. <laughs> so he went and he did it. Then Moxley gets removed from the arena and then here comes you know, William Regal with MJF back into the building. And then MJF clocked him in the back of the head with the brass knucks. They stretch him out. He's got blood. You know, so now he's like, you know, gone again. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, then he comes up this week or two weeks ago with this video where it's like, hey, if you're watching this, something awful's happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> And this is why I did what I did. And it was all to make these guys realize that they don't really need me, that they're awesome by themselves. And now that they have a new devil that they can go chase and show the Yuta that he can be the best in the world. And now, you know, I'm gone and going back to being WWE with my buddy Triple H. I start on January 1st. Oh, oh, they really will. <laughs> um, Ricky Starks won the Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal. That's right. And then him and MJF had an epic promo battle. Woo! The way he ate that man's lunch. <laughs> he ate Maxwell's lunch. That's motherfucking right. Ricky Starks! Yes! But see, this Tony Khan booking is so bad because we could have, this could have been the same build structure as CM Punk and MJF, Mm -hmm. where they had Mm -hmm. all that talking and all Mm -hmm. that posturing. Now imagine Mm -hmm. if Ricky Starks and MJF had weeks to build on promos to each other. See Ricky. Don't don't give me things I can't have. Out by the Mm. pool, chilling, doing his thing, talking that you know Louisiana, Cajun, Texas, whatever type of accent he's got. Then you got MJF up in the Hamptons, maybe you know with the winter time in the background, you know doing his championship modern day Ric Flair type deal. Oh, this could have been so good. Mm Mhm. I'm Roman. Why would you play games with me? <laughs> Why would you do that? Because now I want it and I wanted it and I can't have it. Right. Right. Not just a short, bur- like he, he books in short bursts, not for like, let me get the most out of this. Because that's when the cocaine hits. The cocaine hits in short bursts. And then he has a brilliant idea. He's just like, yeah. And then he has to, he gets another bump of cocaine and it's like, yeah. And he has to, he records it on the thing so that he doesn't forget the fever dream, but then he doesn't elaborate on it. He's just like, idea, idea, sparkles, sparkles, leprechauns. And then that's all you get. So Raya promises she's going to have a mystery partner to face Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker. The elite. I'm tired of Britt Baker taking Jamie Hayter's spotlight. Oh, okay. the sit-down interview, though, was good with Tony Schiavone, though. It was good. Yeah, Jamie Hayter, Still. she got it. Still, give her her spotlight. The, okay. The elite. I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I want her to mm-hmm. do 
what Trish Stratus did is my favorite Trish Stratus moment. My favorite Trish Stratus. Remember when Christy Hemi was there right. and she had her like Playboy thing, and then. Trish Stratus came out and was just like, you're taking my spotlight. And then she kicked that girl in the head and then said, girl, your head is so hard, you broke my damn shoe. <laughs> and then made an X over her. I want Jamie Hayter to do that to Britt Baker. Don't do the slut shaming thing because she she spray paint slut on the back. I was just like, ooh, looking back, let's not do that part. But saying, listen, I'm sick of you trying to take my spotlight and then kicking her in the head and then walking away. Do that part. I want it. <laughs> the Elite won a match in the Best of Seven series. Jesus Christ. Um, I... See, th this is the law of diminishing returns with them because mm -hmm. they can't have any other kind of match. If you're not going to have, no, yeah, have no stipulation matches where it's a, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just the same thing on repeat in front of different audiences. Yeah. It's the, it's the same exact thing. And then when Kenny was just like, let's make it no rules. I'm like, you've already been gone with no rules. You've already <laughs> right? been no rules. What do you mean now we're going to do no rules? You've been having no rules. No. You can't just do chaos after chaos after chaos after chaos. It, you can't do that it's too much it's too much overstimulation too much build it up they really should have built it up built up this hammer thing built up to finally like when we say you know how we have when we have like the big hell in a cage matches mm -hmm. it's always because in the matches prior, there was buildup. Somebody cheated here. Somebody cheated here. You cheated a little bit more. There was a DQ here. And then they're finally like, you know what? Enough. Right. No more of you running away, trying to run out the clock. No more of you pushing the refs so you get a DQ. No more of this. No more of that. It's going to be no disqualification. We're going to be in the hell in the cell so you can't get out. Mm -hmm. That's how it goes. Build up to it. But they don't build up to it. They just give you chaos and fire and this. And then there's a dragon and then a leprechaun doing a pirouette. And then somebody's leaping off the third story building. Ah, too much. <laughs> and I get stressed out. Yes. Too much bullshit. Too much. <laughs> You're going to give me seven of this shit. I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> The acclaim. They wrestled the best match they've ever had in their lives. Because of course they were fortunate enough to wrestle FTR and they retained their tag team titles versus FTR in a hell of a match on television. Um I mean, even when they lose, people still know that FTR are the best tag team in the world. I mean, yeah. Then they get challenged by the gun club for the Briscoes oh. to have a double dog collar match at Ring of Honor Final Battle <laughs> that people are raving about. I haven't seen it yet. I may have some time to watch it at some point, but <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. So, But people are talking about it. It's great. It ends the trilogy that they've had this year yeah. uh, that they should have had with the Young Bucks, but Young Bucks... They don't Our young like, bucket. Yeah, they don't like to be upstaged by people who are better than them. So, 
They don't like to stay on the ground. They don't like to tag in and out. They don't like doing it. Right. They don't like time limits. They don't like being in the ring for less than five seconds so they can do all their moves. Right. They don't like it. Right. Right. Um. Now, then for this week, the elite lost again. So now they're down three to one. So here comes the miraculous comeback. Didn't see this coming. Uh, Jeff Jarrett and uh, your boy Jay Lethal they're the next tag team title contenders it looks like they lay out the acclaim with guitar shots from behind Um, Big Cass aka Big Bill takes out Jungle Boy after Jungle Boy beat Brian Cage any any uh, any any uh any excitement to see Jungle Boy and uh, Big Cat? Uh, yeah, that probably sums it up right there. <laughs> yeah. I love Jungle Boy. I don't care about Brian Cage. Or, or Big Cat. Or Big, Big, whatever the fuck. I don't care about you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Some, Give uh, me more Jungle Boy versus Dark Saurus or something. Some, I want to see him finish it out. <laughs> Some upstart indie guy had his John Cena moment with Chris Jericho. Action Andretti beat Chris Jericho clean in the middle. The uh, newly dethroned Chris Jericho, he is no longer ROH champion, Claudio uh, Castagnoli uh, swung that man around 30 times and made him give up. That's right. Swing. So I don't know if you saw that. The one time I'm jealous of Chris Jericho. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. Um, Yeah. So I guess Chris Jericho out here saying, you know, everybody's talking shit about me. So let me put somebody over this year. Yeah. This random boy that we're never going to see again. Or he's just going to beat him again. Be like, I'm back. And it's just like, ugh, whatever. Ruby Soho, she beat Tay Mello in a revenge of the broken nose, and then she gets jumped by Anna J, the real Anna J. Um, I do want to give a special shout out though to the six woman tag that took place a couple of weeks ago: the Baddies versus uh, Sky Blue, uh, Kira Hogan, and I want to say it was Madison Rain. When it should have been Willow Nightingale. Should have. Yeah. So you can build up Willow Nightingale and Jade. Like, hello. Perfect. Perfect baby face. Perfect Tia. Black ladies. Give it to me. But they won't. I think I was talking to Mo about this on the other raw cast. She could be their Naomi. Who? Willow Nightingale. Yeah. Like, just a straight up, through and through baby face, never turn heel, always have good matches, always be a crowd favorite. And yeah, they, they are missing it with her. They're missing it with everybody. Because her, yeah. her and Jamie Hayter have natural chemistry already. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that could that could be a big time match in the making. Jade and Willow could be a big time match at any mm-hmm. point. Um, 
So yeah, I, I would really give me Willow versus Athena because Athena been on this. Oh, I'm yeah. just gonna come in and I'm gonna knock you out. I loved that she turned around this bullshit of people being like, she's an unsafe worker, blah blah. Bitch, what? What do you mean? Where is she an unsafe worker? Shut up. And she turned that into just like her like thing and her gimmick. And I'm like, yes. Now put her on the main show. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, in what we could see happening a mile away, MJF mm-hmm. retains an AEW world title over Ricky Starks. Uh, hit him with a low blow, then rolled him up. Um, so at least it leaves a, a way that we can get back into another matchup between these two. Hopefully this time we get a proper build. But at this point, I'd rather like Ricky Starks circle back around and then when they come mm-hmm. back, Ricky Starks wins the belt. Not Give me Ricky Starks TNT champ. Two months later yeah. and he loses again. No, I don't want that. Right. Give me Ricky Starks being like, all right, I got you. And him winning more things. Give me Ricky Starks versus Samoa Joe. Give Ricky Starks a goddamn TNT title. I'm sorry, I would love you, Wardlow, but listen. All right? And he can lose it to someone else or whatever, but it'll be like Ricky Starks' um, star is rising, rising even more because he's already a star. And then you got MJF say he beat a whole bunch of people and he's like well I ain't got nobody else to face and Ricky is like yo remember how you screwed me over guess fucking what let's go and then you give me a good proper build and then have MJF lose yep Ricky sucks because duh because MJF can always do some shit and get the belt back in like six months yeah you know Mm -hmm. I mean, 2024, he's going to WWE anyway. So like... <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so maybe they could do a... They could make themselves famous and do a, a screw job. Something. Uh, after the matchup, Brian Danielson comes down to chase MJF up into the crowd. So that looks like our new direction for MJF. <laughs> as a... Uh, but also, like, Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks? Hello. <laughs> I just want Ricky to fight everybody. It's a win, but I just, I, everybody. I see. I see. All right, so that's been what's cooking in AEW. Uh, luckily mm-hmm. for them, most of their news this week in the past few, you know, week and a half has been inside the ring. <laughs> so that is- Yeah, they're like, we're not. We're not doing no more scrums. If we're going to do it, no, no more. No more outside drama. We're going to manage. It's just going to be in the ring. Y'all can take over. Right, right. And WWE said, hold my beer. If you're listening through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, uh, Google, wherever, rate and review the show. Give us five stars uh, so people can, uh, you know, know that we're out here reviewing this wrestling, talking these topics, and giving you our commentary with color. Help uh, Don quit his job so yes. he can pay me and I can work only part-time. There you go. It's the enterprise mm-hmm. we're trying to build here. Exactly. So now it's time to talk about WWE. 
Alexa Bliss has emerged as the number one contender for Bianca and the Raw Women's title as she was victorious over Bailey. Damage control taking a lot of losses here lately. I Uh, like that. Yeah, it's not been a good look for them here coming into the winter. Uh, Asuka debuted a new look without face paint. Uh, She's looking a little, a little not jolly. I was just like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. There's... Are we getting heel Oscar back, like I said? <laughs> yep. There's been a lot of uh, speculation that Oscar is about to uh, transition and, and give us a darker presentation. Uh, Jimmy, R- I love Dark Oscar. <laughs> Rhea Ripley got the win over her. Um, but In I a think... great match. <laughs> but the, the thing that came out of it for me is Dominic Mysterio getting the mist in the eye. Yep. Uh-huh. Everything subsequently that followed. He fell out like he was at a funeral. He's like, ah! I was just like, Dominic, get up. Mommy, it burned. Mommy, it burned. <laughs> Why are you I was like, Damien my Prince God. With his comments. They're like, get him some water. Help him. Don't you see? <laughs> and then Finn is like the, the worried dad because he's his Irish dad now. And then Damien Priest says, hey, look, kid, some things burn worse than others. So consider yourself lucky. <laughs> and Rhea Ripley's like, come on, man. <laughs> I agree with Rhea. Come on, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> Seth Rollins has become the new number one contender for the United States title. Um, he got the win over Bobby Lashley. Uh, Bobby Lashley beat up some refs because the ref uh, My God. took a bump and couldn't count his pinfall. And he got fired by Adam Pierce, but Adam Pierce later rescinded the firing, said that he overreacted. And so Bobby is not fired anymore. No, he was probably afraid Bobby was going to beat him up. Bobby will beat everybody up. He probably was reading Twitter when everybody was bringing up the same thing that, hey man, we saw Ronda Rousey rip, almost rip your arm off and beat you over the head with it. And all she, you, not no ref, not nobody mm-hmm. else, you personally, and all mm-hmm. she got was suspended for two weeks and the fine. And you fired that right. man. Exactly. Smells like racism. <laughs> you don't get out of the way and stop playing. <laughs> this is why I haven't fucked with him since so he's kissed. He fucked over my Dakota in NXT. I remember. The North remembers. Uh, Scrap Daddy. On Raw, the two best segments were the Dom, the Dom Mysterio backstage segment when they're trying to get the mist out of his eyes. <laughs> and Matt, or not Matt, Elias. Basically saying, hey, Riddle's not here. He got taken out, man. I need some backup. And Kevin, you the man for it. And Kevin Owens having an out-of-body experience at this particular overture from this man who basically almost ruined his life for the last six months. I loved it. The way he looked. He, while Elias was talking, he looked flabbergasted. <laughs> he was flummoxed. He was like, you, the, the audacity. I loved it so, I love Kevin Owens so much. Cause he went smooth the fuck off. And I was like, you know what? You're right. 
he played in your face and he's still playing in your face because he's still pretending like that was his brother and not him it was you Elias <laughs> just because you have a beard now you think I can't recognize you it was you <laughs> yeah Kevin, Kevin Owens. yeah Kevin Owens was literally beside himself during this promo this was great um, Gable Stevenson he made his debut on the main roster with Kurt Angle on Smackdown they were in Pittsburgh on Kurt Angle's birthday uh, no. Kurt Angle recreated the milk truck spot with Alpha Academy uh, it didn't go <laughs> smooth though uh, no. as it did 20-30 years ago but uh, they tried well, <laughs> they did try and we got a cute little father son oh, reunion yeah yeah, yeah Jason I- Jordan <laughs> I was praying. I was just like, give me the American Alpha reunion. Give it to me. Give it to me now, even if it's in the small dose. Give it to me. And they didn't give it to me. Even if they would just pass each other by and just gave a head nod or gave a, hey, don't I know you? Something. Right. Something. I miss American Alpha so much. I love them so much. I know, right? I know, right? And um, that's pretty much about it. The Usos continue to to defend the titles and and, and retain the titles uh, as SmackDown Unified Tag Team Champions. So that's happened the past couple of weeks. And uh, listen, I'm scared. They are. Um, they told Sami Zayn that Tribal Chief is coming tonight as we record this to basically. It sounds like officially anoint him into the bloodline because they told him, "Hey, man, you need to clean up a little bit." Tribal Chief is coming next week, uh, you know, to address you specifically for what you did for us at War Games and everything. So, or they could be jumping him out. <laughs> okay, maybe the prank games with him, telling him to get cleaned up so they can beat him up. I'm scared. I hope not. Please, uh-huh. I hope not either. He's so good as part of that group. Just be their token, adjacent white. Just do it. <laughs> Just be the token, spicy white, please. And uh, don't jump him out of this group. <laughs> right there is where all the wrestling news stops for WWE. Because now we're about to talk about some a whole bunch of other shit. Matt Riddle, he out here. He mm-hmm. failed two drug tests. Oh, but he's not fired. He is, he's into rehab. And they said that, uh, yeah, WWE don't test for weed no more. So, uh-huh. mm-hmm. so you know, speculate what you may about what he... So you, so you can fail drug tests, you know, mandatory things. But Mandy can't show half a titty? Okay. All right. They said that's the reason why they changed the SummerSlam match between him and Seth to Clash at the Castle was because of the first drug test. They put him on notice and was like, hey, it's either fired or you go get yourself entered. And uh, he failed the second drug test. And I guess he kind of knew, you know, you know when you're going to fail the drug test or not. So he might have went ahead and took the proper steps to get himself into rehab. Rehab takes about 30 days. And then, you know, they give him a couple extra time, I guess, to spend his family, get things straight back out so that's why he got written off of TV for six weeks mm-hmm. mm. he gets to come back so drug test after drug test alright sure speaking of comebacks Vince McMahon looking around the chicken coop like is it safe 
No, it's not safe. Stay your ass over there. <laughs> Even though we've got one old um, case that has resurfaced, uh, the 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 referee from uh, the '80s uh, through New York has refiled her case, so they can you know reopen it up and do the discovery and everything, reinvestigate it. Um, and Rhea Chapman or Chitterman or something like that is her name. And then we have a new allegation against Vince from a spa employee in California um, that says Vince, you know, forced himself upon her. So I believe them. So even amongst these new allegations, you know, one old allegation and a reopening of an older case, Vince mm-hmm. McMahon is still like, mm, I think I got some bad advice. You know, things blow over, you know, no. die down, you know, let me go ahead and no. try and get back in this thing. No. Absolutely the fuck not. Yeah, no. You don't need to do that, man. Don't, yeah. don't go ahead and enjoy yourself. Get or don't enjoy yourself. Burn in hell, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just, just stay on the sidelines and don't hurt no more people, you know? Don't cause any more unnecessary traumas. Well, he's an entitled rich white man, so it's all he knows is how to cause trauma. This is true. This is true. Speaking of trauma... There's a lot of trauma went through the WWE fan base this morning. And something that was reported back in the summertime was confirmed today. No! Sasha Banks and WWE failed to reach an agreement. And Sasha Banks, as of January 1st, will be a free agent. And it is already reported that she has a brand new deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling and is scheduled to appear at Wrestle Kingdom on January 4th. I don't know where I can watch New Japan. Don't worry. Don't worry. Your your co-host here has held down a New Japan subscription for the past, I don't know, three or four years. I'll give you the information. You can sign in and watch it anytime. Yeah. More wrestling. <laughs> I was like, ah! I was sad. Very sad. I wanted her and Naomi to come back and go against the Evers Control. It's what I wanted. I wanted that feud. And I wanted them to get their title back and to do it up the way they really wanted to and the way they could. Mm-hmm. Damn it! So now what happens to Naomi? Is she coming at Rumble? I don't know. It it there seemed to be a, a, according to sources, Dave Meltzer, do with that what you will. That, they, um, <laughs> that basically Sasha was asking for get this Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch money, which she deserves. Which she deserves. Now, something tells me the dollar figure they probably didn't have a problem with, but I mm-hmm. bet you the years Sasha had a problem with. Because probably. they probably were going to probably be like, well, we need, if anything comes up, we need to tack on your new agreement. You need to tack on this time you missed and all this stuff like that, and you won't be able to get out. And they don't have an option or an escalator. I'm pretty sure it was something with the years. 
because I don't see why, especially if Triple H is the one negotiating I, I, and, and right. I, you know I, the money part of it I'm pretty sure he understands what Sasha Banks is worth yeah. maybe Nicholas Khan opened his big ass mouth something or maybe she was dealing with Vince and Triple H didn't get a chance to negotiate with her probably because they say they negotiate in the summer right right yeah and Vince didn't um, wasn't booted out until it was like when did he get booted September out? or something like that yeah October. so she was probably dealing with mental crotchety evil ass yeah yeah and so now it's yeah and now with this um, match in AEW where Soraya needs a tag team partner everybody no absolutely not I, I, what? No, she will. She is not going to no goddamn AEW. AEW doesn't know what to do with Sasha Banks. Hell no. They would not you know, know the that, first thing what to do. Plus, there's um, you know, they got caution flags over there, as most of the underscore Reese pointed out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got yeah. Sammy Guevara there. Yeah, because fuck that guy. Flag. They got yeah. Kira Hogan over there. But they made up. Okay. Her and Sasha did make up. I know that much. That's why I'm not hating on her as bad because her and Sasha made up. That's good. Then. That's good. That's good. So yeah, we got a couple of caution flags. But um, yeah, the Sammy being the big one. Yeah, and Tony Khan being the big one. Please. <laughs> True. <laughs> Sasha Banks walked out because they weren't doing what they needed to do for the women's tag team division. Her and Bailey fought tooth and nail for that ta- that women's tag team division. Her and Naomi fought. You think she's going to go to AEW where the women get maxed 12 minutes if we're lucky? Shoot, no. They don't know what to do with her. They don't know what to do. No, please. You guys speculating the AEW thing. Maybe like a forbidden door when she's at New Japan and she'll give them one match and they'll be like, I am done, bye. Right. This is a weird space for me personally because mm-hmm. when I really, I, you know, I was watching Raw when we first started doing this, but it really, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, main roster. But yeah. NXT really was my shit because it was like, man, this is kind of like old school the way it looks, the way it kind of feels mm-hmm. gritty, mm-hmm. the way they're wrestling. Mm-hmm. And the person that really just jumped out to me, like I always tell people, I mm-hmm. started watching NXT to see Charlotte Flair, but uh-huh. the person, that, for Sasha. I, yeah, the person that I immediately was drawn to was Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I've never seen a woman wrestler with so much confidence and so much heel just ugh just yes I am a heel and I know that I'm good and I know I'm the shit and you know to hear her story like you know I really didn't really have it that way but you know I was kind of learning on the fly but yeah she was doing a great job like I told my mom I was like yo Mm I was like, there's this young lady named Sasha Banks that I watch. And I was like, I don't know when it's going to happen. But she's going to be on the main roster and you're going to know it when you see it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'll be watching out. 
Yeah, I only saw Sasha when she came on like main roster with Naomi and um to, team to form Team Bad, uh-huh. and I was just like, hold on, who is that with my fave Naomi? Because I st- I started watching because like when AJ Lee was around because you know I don't know if you you were on the Tumblr but people were like giving like uh, they had like gifts and stuff and I was like, like who's this little crazy girl <laughs> she's fun and then I started watching and I was just like forget you little crazy girl black lady you with the flips and the hair and the beauty who are you and so when she came up with um like with Team Bad I was just like hold on and I went back on the YouTubes and I was just like, Sasha Banks, I have to find her whole storyline. So like, I was just like, yo, her? Absolutely. So like, I love me some Sasha Banks. Yeah. There's so much, so many things that she didn't get a chance to do. Like, um, nope. you know, like have a real title ring, yeah, but she was say. our champion. That's what I was say. I was like, she's never had consecutive title defenses. She's never had a hundred day mm-hmm. title reign. Like, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she's never won the Royal Rumble. You know, it's like, there's mm-hmm. so many things that she could have done. Right. You, you know, jump started with her coming back. And, mm-hmm. Um, just as we, you know, get ready to wrap this up. Um, and Jason Max made a great point that, you know, people really haven't thought about. But there's a second part to this, like you alluded to, like, okay, uh-huh. now what does this do for Naomi? Because it seems like it's a reported, you know, both of them are going to New Japan to to do things. So I, so I don't know, man. It kind of looks like, you know, when it came down to the dealings that Sasha was looking out for herself whereas mm-hmm. when it came to the initial you know incident Naomi was you know looking out you know being supportive of her because I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. it was Sasha's Sasha's complaint to kind of be like yeah this ain't right I'm not letting it happen to me again mm-hmm. so like I'm on like because like I'm like what's gonna happen with Naomi and I'm thinking that maybe they because it's business too and you have to think like she also she they have a family you know um Jimmy has like two kids and she has like stepkids and she has to think about her too so if Naomi does come back like I wouldn't be mad at her like I'm not mad at Sasha for being like no because you're not going to disrespect because you have to stand up for yourself Mm -hmm. and people like I think people also were trying to like kind of be like well she got in Naomi's ear and Naomi was just a follower and Naomi has always been like no I fight for my respect as well so maybe you know they had a discussion it was just like hey if you want to go back you know that you can make that decision to go back but I'm not going to do it Mm-hmm. And I don't think like it doesn't have to like be like oh no she was disloyal or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm I was living in my delusion because I just wanted Sasha and Naomi to come back <laughs> because I love them as a team. I love seeing them. Naomi is my favorite wrestler. But like really thinking about it, the way they were disrespected, not only with what they wanted them to do. But after they walked out rightfully, oh, you the fact to, that um, they... Hold on. I'm sorry. Are you watching Uh-oh. SmackDown? Yes. You see the... You Liv! See 
I do see Sammy with his man bun <laughs> and his cleaned up beard. <laughs> I saw. And his blazer over his Uzi shirt. <laughs> love him. Okay, love sorry. Him. I didn't mean to break him, but yes. Oh, no, no, it's fine. But yeah, like, I'm not, I wouldn't blame, I'm not mad at Sasha for being like, yeah, no. After the way, what y'all wanted me to do. After we walked out the way y'all got and try to slander our names and bring all those rumors and all that shit, I'm not gonna go back to that. Right. So if if she if Naomi decides not to come back either, I would be real sad too. But if she does come back, I hope that they gave her a big ass check, number one. <laughs> number one, they better have given her a big ass check plus an apology bonus. Right. And a guarantee that you're going to have like an actual good storyline. You know what? We're going to give you a championship and a long reign. Mm-hmm. You're going to take take that championship away for Ronda Rousey and you're going to have a good significant reign. I hope she negotiated that shit. Like what what happened with Tegan Knox and um and and Liv Morgan if they were to beat Damage Control right here, your faves? They better not. Listen, <laughs> I love you so much, Liv. But my girls, I'm sorry. <laughs> not with my Dakota Dio. I love you so much, Liv, but your partner is Tegan Knox and I don't fuck with her like that. <laughs> but you know who I do fuck with heavy? Eo and Dakota and Bailey, all of them. Yeah. So I know. I only fuck with half of Liv Tegan. I fuck with all three of damage control. So. <laughs> Simple mathematics, right? Simple mathematics, and I'm not great at math, but I'm good at this one. <laughs> one plus one equals two. <laughs> Beyonce said. <laughs> <laughs> well, Miss Simi, I appreciate you going through this long list of topics. I actually enjoy <laughs> doing the show like this. It's a good change up. We got a chance yes, to yes. delve into more you know topics and mm-hmm. less of just a booking and minutia of things that happen so yeah enjoy wrestling roundtable yes. <laughs> enjoy this format you may see it presented more like this in the future it makes it easier to take notes for yeah. one thing like this but uh so at this point in time i'm going to turn it over to you for your shout outs and thank yous well shout out to you don as always Shout out to the Rasselcast family. Shout out to the CSPN family. Shout out to the patrons for paying a little extra to hear us talk some more. Shout out to you guys in the hashtags because I love reading your commentary. And shout out to Sasha and Naomi. I love you. Team Bad for Life. <laughs> shout out to Miss Simmy. Thank you for joining me here on this edition of the Wrestlecast. Shout out to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. Shout out to the patrons as well because I'm thinking about just releasing that Rawcast as a Patreon mm-hmm. episode just to uh-huh. just so our hard work doesn't just you know go for nothing. Good by the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so if you're a patron, check that out. Become a patron over on yeah. uh, Patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media. Pay the five, y'all, and get this extra content that we provide mm-hmm. here from CSPN, the WrestleCast. Hear me and Miss Simi talk about AEW, the dynamite on our usual uh, dark match feed. You can hear me and Mo to the underscore Reese talk about various other things, other wrestling shows that he didn't get a chance to talk about normally, sports, of course, and uh, various other topics as well. So a lot of good content over on the dark match. Uh, like I said, subscribe, rate and review the show through iTunes, 
Stitcher Radio. Just look for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Hit subscribe. Look for the uh, logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. And all of our WrestleCast episodes will be in your podcast queues. Um, it's getting a little late. Actually, I got to go and uh, tidy up some things as far as Christmas shopping goes here in a little bit. So, so uh, hit CSPN.us, find what you can find through CSPN.us and Amazon. Click on our link that says keep the podcast free. Click on Amazon, do your Christmas shopping like you normally would, and some of your purchase will come back to the CSPN to help keep the podcast free each and every week. So for my co-host, Miss Simi. I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been the Rawcast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. Bye. See you in the hashtags. Ooh, live back in those days. You're going crazy. Oh!